the Burgess Love Connection. Over a year. Yeah, we were just talking about welcome to the Burgess Love cast. I don't feel like I said a hello enough. You well, we didn't. <laughs> welcome to the Burgess Love cast. This is a podcast. You know how long it's been since a we've done this with and, two brothers who talk about stuff. What's uh, yeah? Go ahead. And b we've done this in a room together. Yeah, we haven't been in a room in a long time. We haven't been in a room in at least ten years. Well, if you count like uh, the last like, time we did the this mom in a cast. Room. No, you count the mom cast and stuff. Those were in a room together. Sure. All right, if you count fine. those. But if you just say, I don't. Okay, I'm not so, counting them. Okay, so we did a radio show. Yeah. So 2011 ish, 2010, yeah, 2011. So it's been like 10, 11 10 years. years since we've been in a room together, which we are today. We are today. And it's been since September of 2021. That was our but last I, episode. If, if we're nothing, but if we're, if we're consistent in one thing, it's being inconsistent. inconsistent. Correct. We're nothing if not inconsistent. Yes. I'm your host, Bags, across from me, uh, across the table from me, as always. Yeah, it's going to be across the table from here on out. Yeah. and It's me. It, I'm not going to tell you my name. <laughs> I don't want you to know. We're trying, I am struggling. <laughs> we're trying a couple of new things <laughs> like, today. Yeah, like, like starting this back up. Like talking. And being in a room <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> staring at your fucking mug instead of my phone like I'm used to. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there were, hey, I'm pants. Hey, I, hey, I'm pants, and I'm I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking through my notebook like I've got. Notes yeah, no, like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you have a like. like what are we supposed to say? <laughs> there's nothing in here. I promise. There's there's like a page. There's a page that I filled out 30 minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, no, there's, there's nothing in there. There's nothing. We don't we don't come into this with notes. No. Well, well I, I mean, I literally did today, but there's nothing. There's no that, notes. There's nothing going to be helpful. There's lots of things that we're gonna. Try and well, not lots, but we're gonna try and do things a little differently, maybe. And we've got an itinerary, is we what ha- he's trying to well, say. Well, we've we previously had an itinerary, we, but it was more of a I'm not saying we didn't. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> then we're in agreement. We're coming to you live from uh Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Beautiful, beautiful Sun Prairie. Yeah, it's a it's a balmy 41 out. It's very nice out when yeah. I drove over here. Window was down, and the Carly Ray Jepsen was up. I'll tell you that Hell much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pants, what's in your glass? Oh boy, I've got a concoction, if you will. This is sort of a, a home-brewed little... So I had some Jameson and Diet Pepsi last night, right? Yeah. But oh. I didn't finish it. Okay. So we started with that. The unfinished. Yes. Okay. But then when you came over and I said, hey, I'm going to make a cocktail. Yes. Because I had a headache. I, and I, I was there for that. <laughs> yes. You were there. I was here for that. I was talking to you. Yes. You, sold, you said I that I put more me. Jameson in it. And yeah. then I opened up that bubbly that I thought was mine. Yeah, the bubbly water that, that I bought for me. And then when my... So I filled it up all the way, but then when it got to about halfway, um, I got concerned that I would have to fill it up again during the podcast. Rightfully so. So I went and filled it up again with White Monster Energy and Jameson. <laughs> so it's quite a concoction. White Monster... Uh, White I be- Monster. I three, believe- three parts Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> one part Diet Pepsi. Yeah. One part Bubbly. One part Monster. And I'm fairly certain the Bubbly is like a Psy Blueberry or something like that. So you've got... Yeah, I don't fucking know. Yeah. So what do I call it? What do you call well, it? Well, I called it a concoction twice. And 
That's no good. Dr. What? Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. The glass, you, you didn't even say the best part. Oh, it's a Witch Witch glass. If you order their uh, large soda at any Witch Witch, this is absolutely an ad for Witch Witch. <laughs> you will get a reusable glass that is actually high quality. Stands up in the uh, dishwasher. Wow, you used it in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. So still works. Doesn't melt. Yeah, I was going to say. This lid, the, not trusting it. The in amount there. of microplastics that are slowly going to melt away in the inside of that cup. This is why I don't use the microwave, and now, now I'm not using the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel better. All of us have something like. I don't know. It's a, like a fucking thing that we get fucking anal retentive about. No, I was gonna say all of us have microplastics in our body already. So babies born oh, might as yeah. well just fucking newborn babies have like wrong, microplastic just, in their blood or something. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, it's, that's gross and wrong. Yeah, I I want this to be sort of like the uh, Joe Rogan podcast where I say things like that and nobody checks it goes me. unchecked. <laughs> yeah, nobody fucking <laughs> checks me. <laughs> I saw a YouTube video. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's where real, somebody but, put a slice of. Craft American cheese under a microscope. Yeah. And oh, they found God. a microplastic in there. And Eric, nope. I'm getting block cheese from the cow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that cows poop Fuck out Kraft cheese. Heinz. Yeah. Fuck Kraft Heinz. It's yeah. never happening. And yet you have a uh, Miracle Whip in your fridge. Let's look Let's look at that under a... I would rather not. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, I just had some. That's okay. That might be the... the that might be the the hill I die on. Miracle Whip? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is the microplastic hill of Miracle Whip. Because yeah. <laughs> it's tangy goodness. It is. Just, I cannot part with. It's a sharp tang, that's for sure. It's and good. The sharpness comes from the plastic. <laughs> Speaking of, the fucking people who are just like so adamant that mayo is better. Mayo is eggs. That's it. Mayo is eggs. It's just fucking eggs. Yeah. And, bu- and butter. No, butter's not in there. But no, it's just eggs. It's just eggs, yeah. It's good, though. No, I, I'm not disagreeing that it's not good, but it's just like, ugh, miracle whip. Oh, yeah. It's like, fuck you. Put an egg on your sandwich instead I, of goddamn mayo. I don't know if I... This is this is something what I... What are we talking about? This is something I talk about a lot when it comes to miracle whip versus mayo. Um, <laughs> I, miracle whip is not a mayo <laughs> substitute. Known public speaker. This is Chuck the, Bags. That's my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is no... Miracle whip is not a sub, direct substitute for mayo. It's not. Miracle whip is a condiment. Mayo is also, I guess, a condiment. I consider it more of a what base. What else would it be outside of a condiment? No, people a just, base? Yeah, like a base. Yeah. it's a, a base for what? It's a flavor enhancer. You put it in like a smoky sauce to like kind of, or you put it on the outside of bread instead of butter. You know, like you make a grilled cheese with- What? With mayo? Have you ever made a grilled cheese with mayo instead of no. butter? It's so good. Get the good quality like olive oil mayo and use it on the outside and toast the outside- I don't bread. think that's a real thing. It is. I think you're making that up. It right is. Now. I think you didn't have butter. Actually, that sounds like something I would do. Um, we have a couple of things that we were going to play we today. Do. We do. We have some. We have some fun. So it's our first time back in a year. Yep. Um, and we just have games to play. Yes, <laughs> as normal. There's. I just want. If people were expecting some fucking extravaganza or some fanfare, or some you know, anything. Oh, I think games are fanfare. So we have a game now that. Um, <laughs> We have a game now that uh, you 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 ripped from the headlines. We don't have a name for it. Nope. Basically, I saw a weekend update and I said, "Hey, I'd like to give us give this a little." So shot. this is so this is just our weekend update. The yep. great, terrific. <laughs> it's our version of it. The thirty second skip button on your phone is within reach. <laughs> um. Okay, Eric. Here we go. Yeah, hit me with the. Hit I me cannot with the wait for you to cancel this after two. <laughs> hit, me, hit me with the week's headlines. No, I mean it's a good. This is a good pitch. You're pitching this segment to me. 
Uh, so this, yeah, this actually is a pitch. Maybe this is a pitch. This, yeah. is not, this is not I'm necessarily. I, I pitched one. So over Thanksgiving, to give the, the historical context. I don't know that anyone cares. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're filling time. Like 45 minutes into this. <laughs> Are we really? No, God, no, no. There's no fucking way. We're four and a half. <laughs> That sounds more if, accurate. If I cut out all the shit, that's about where we are. <laughs> Here we go. Here Live we go. on air. You may or may not hear this. Yep, let's go. Here's from the Atlantic. Yep. People are fed up. Here's the here's the headline from the Atlantic. Yep. People are fed up with rapid tests. Said no one. I wish this took longer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have no follow-up. Next. <laughs> rapid fire until we... I gotta rapid fire these. Okay. From the Wall Street Journal, mental illness shouldn't be kept out of sight. Okay. Finally giving folks a reason to invite your estranged Republican uncle to dinner. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> that's gonna be, that's gonna be like a Norm Macdonald where everyone stares and, yep. he, and he thinks it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Except, Andrew, guess what? Looking back, those were pretty funny. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wall Street Journal's uh, asks why why are there so many accountants uh, or the headline is yeah. why so many accountants are quitting okay I don't have to read the article to tell you it's because the job is bad and it's not fulfilling <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got another one here from the Atlantic it says can a building be too tall said most women everywhere only if it touches the cervix <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And this one from Huffington Post. Uh, scientists have accidentally discovered that we've got an organ no one knew about. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you, Eric. I don't care what you fucking, what your bumper sticker says, scientists. My other car is not an organ. <laughs> I'm not reading the other ones. They're bad. <laughs> They're not good. Maybe later. <laughs> There's some gold. There's some, you know, if, uh, if, if, uh, you know, if, if I had to rate the segment, I give it a seven out of 10. We might have another one. I give it a seven out of 10 right now with the potential for an eight out of 10. Oh, I think you have a, I think you're not hitting your ceiling yet. There's room for growth. Um, we have a game that people, uh, seem to like, no, I, um, that was great. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that took me 20 minutes to do. Yeah, no, that's... And you know what? For work hours put in to output, yeah. I think that's pretty good. Good. Yeah, right. I think it's pretty good. Well, from the Wall Street Journal... Yeah, no, stop! <laughs> we have, why the housing downturn isn't like the last one. Uh -huh. Well, Eric, it's because this one's right side up. <laughs> I was gonna, no, what I, was, what I thought you were going to say is, well, Eric, because this one's happening right now. <laughs> It's, that's better. Yeah, it's that's not the last better. one. This one's happening now. That's way better. <laughs> NBC 15, mm -hmm. Local Sun Prairie. Instinct protects Columbus family during holiday fire. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you right now, it's because that lazy Smokey the Bear wasn't around anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually replacing Smokey. Did you see this? With what? Um, let me find out. They are replacing. Uh, is it going to be some woke replacing... fucking... <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. They, okay, so from Coast Mountain News, Ember 
is the new mascot for FireSmart program. And unlike Smokey, her design was conceived, or I'm sorry, her design was conceived and developed by Canadians. Her messaging articulates... Is it just, is it just a flame? It's a fox. It's kind of like uh, a, like Evie a Flareon. It's kind of like Flareon. Her messaging articulates a different approach than Vulpix Smokey's original... Fox too. Sorry, just that's... Oh, yeah, it could have been, yeah. Uh, her messaging articulates a different approach than Smokey's original Only You Can Prevent Forest Fires. Fire Smart's rebranded messaging is more expansive and includes what experts have learned about fighting fires. Uh, the Fire Smart program... Okay, so what is the fucking... What does she... <laughs> what does she say? She doesn't have a fucking tagline? There's TLDRing live on, on this. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't she have a... Yeah, she can't talk. She doesn't have a thing. She doesn't say Only You Can Prevent Forest Fires. It just... Okay, so the article states, like, you know, sometimes a controlled fire is good. So, like, I guess they want to just, like, <laughs> I guess they want to just have a little more nuance to yeah. only you can prevent forest fires. Like, yeah. Sometimes fire is good, kids. <laughs> like, not, not in California. How is a fucking eight-year-old supposed to know that? Playing with matches goes up to the dad after starting a fight. Well, sometimes fire is good, dad. Yeah, they, like, they aren't here. Ember told to me that be. fire is good. Yeah, he's not supposed to. <laughs> with a fire, kids don't need that context. They don't. they don't need the gray areas. They don't need the subtleties. That's for the they, parents. That's they the just adults. need to know that fire is bad. Yep. <laughs> There's no reason to tell a kid, hey, Kids, sometimes adults set fires on purpose. Yeah, nope. <laughs> like, There's no reason for a that. A child doesn't need to know you, that. A child doesn't need to look at a burning building and say, what are the ethical ramifications yeah. of this? <laughs> Were there bad people in that building? What if that fire killed Hitler? What? If, yeah. It's the trolley po- problem, but with fire. The fire problem. Yeah. Name of the podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll consider that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game that... And now that's how you've got fucking Drew Barrymore's fire starter. She's just trying to kill bad people. Right. That's all she's doing. Right. But she's setting a blaze to the entire town of probably like Derry, Maine, because it's a Stephen King novel. Right. Yeah. I don't know that. Derry, Maine. <laughs> no, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like Derry, Maine. And she's setting it ablaze because she's trying to kill it. Dairy Maine, more like dairy air. Oh, think about I it. I was thinking about ice cream. Dairy. <laughs> Some nice Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Didn't fit. This game is called Fool Pants. Oh, I used I used to do a Fool Pants. Uh, this game's called Fool Pants, and this is Fooly. the Christmas edition. This is where I read three... To, to be clear, we're recording on December 29th. It's close enough. This is where I read three synopses of Christmas movies, in this case, and you have to... Usually they're bad Christmas, they're like Hallmark-ish, and you have to tell me which one you think I so made, made up. for TV Christmas Made for movies. TV, or made for Netflix, yeah. Made for TV movies. Oh. Straight to streaming. So okay. one of these okay. or two of these might might have been on Netflix. Oh, I, don't, I gotta I don't, write these down then. I don't remember. Yeah, because I can't remember these. I have to write these down when you do them. All right, are you ready to go? Yeah. Okay, so I will read you the title, followed by the synopsis. Now, I will say this. The last couple of times we played, the synopses that the... Uh, network or whatever had written were kind of were kind of poorly written. Um, so I did without adjusting the story. I did rewrite. I made the synopses flow a little better. Basically, what that means is that these are it makes it harder for you because all of it's, these it's getting really hard for me. All right of now. these are going to sound like Eric wrote them because I rewrote all of them. That's the point of the game, though. Yeah, correct. But I have to figure out which one you actually did. Correct, yes. Which one I fully made up. Yeah, so all you're saying is that the game got harder. Right. And I have to guess the one you wrote. Yes. Okay. Just letting you know the game got harder. Okay. All right. Uh, The first movie in this Fool Pants Christmas 2022 edition. Noelle Next Door. 
This Christmas season, Noelle, a diner waitress, is focused on making it a merry one for her only offspring, preteen Henry, as it's the first since she and Henry's father, Greg, divorced. Noelle, who has primary custody of Henry, is unaware that he's been acting out in part, uh, in part because of her and Greg's constant fighting. To make matters worse, Henry and his mother have gotten into a battle with one of the neighbors in their townhouse complex, who they only know as Mr. Gear and Unit 224. Mr. Gear has shown Mr. his... Mr. Gear? Yeah. Not Richard. I don't well, it might be. <laughs> Is it spelled G-E-A-R? G-E-E-R. Gear. Oh, okay. So he's not an engineer. Well, Miss, Mr. En- his first name might be That's Engine. a missed opportunity. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mr. Gear has shown his Grinch-like demeanor to others in the complex, uh, in the townhouse complex. Where do you read these fucking synopses again? I get them either from Hallmark.com or Netflix or Jesus, wherever I find they're them. long. Yeah, these are they're I, longer than the back of the DVD. I know. I have to make them interesting. They're not necessarily synopsis. They're like a I nice. I know, but the, I understand. Should I restart? God, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just providing commentary. <laughs> Mr. Gear has shown his. Grinch- are they supposed to be good? Should I be saying oh? Sounds like a good movie. No, I don't know. You should just be listening. Mr. Gear has shown his Grinch-like demeanor to others in the townhouse over his dislike of Christmas. While Noelle's sister Shannon has tried to set her up on blind dates, Noelle has been resistant to date again. That is until she meets a new diner customer, Jeremy. Jeremy, also recently divorced, is an ex-orchestra conductor and now composer who walks with a cane. What will happen between We've got Jeremy? An a story. We got a B story, a C story, and a D story. What will happen between Jeremy and Noel when she discovers that Jeremy is in fact the Grinchy neighbor, Mister Gear, and his bah humbug behavior is due to his wife leaving him Chris- many Christmases ago, which led to a deep depression and a stroke Good that Lord. left one leg lame. Dude, if that's the real one. Can Noel save Christmas for Mr. Gear? No. Or will he remain the Grinch next door for yet He's another year? He's got a lot year? going on. He's going to be a Grinch for a minute. <laughs> and rightfully so. Let the guy grieve over his <laughs> lost fucking life. <laughs> that's Noel next door. Okay. So that's movie A, I guess, if you want to just do Noel next door. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm writing notes about it. Most And most of them are me pointing an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> This next movie is called A Sweet Christmas Tale. That's a bad name for a, a sweet fucking Christmas movie. tale. T A L E. So it's not a pun on, you know, tale or anything. But sweet Christmas Tale. All right. Jenny is a small town baker who spends every Christmas baking her special gingerbread recipe, one handed down from her grandmother to her mother. And every year, her special confections feed the homeless at a local shelter's Christmas celebration. This cool. year. This year, the story is different for Jenny. Of course. When a big grocery chain moves into town, complete with a fully stocked deli, pharmacy, and bakery, she accidentally bumps into the new chain's bakery manager, Brad. Forgot how to spell grocery. <laughs> she unknowingly... So, she accident, when she accidentally bumps into the new bakery manager, Brad, she unknowingly drops her purse and inside the handwritten recipe for her special cookies. Now Jenny must work to get Brad back with the help of her 12-year-old son, Sam, through a series of Christmas hijinks and hope he doesn't use that special cookie recipe to run her out of business. What she doesn't know is Brad is in fact reluctant to share the recipe with his Scrooge-like boss, Mr. Stewart, and Brad himself may be cooking up a scheme of his own, how to find love in his new small-town home. 
And Jenny, Andrew, just could be the secret ingredient. That's that's lovely. That's a that's romantic. A and I sweet love it. Christmas tale is the name of that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Final movie. Final movie. The most colorful time of the year. That's not the name of the movie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm fooling you. The most colorful time of the year. Widowed optometrist. Boy, <laughs> that's a fucking. That's a character, ain't it? <laughs> Widowed optometrist. I gotta spell that. <laughs> Just put eye doctor. Just in your notes, put eye doctor. Uh, optometrist might be less letters. <laughs> Widowed optometrist Dr. Michelle Stevens is determined to make this Christmas the best for her adolescent daughter, Bailey, as it's the first Christmas since the passing of Bailey's father. Bailey's one undisclosed wish is that her mother does not get back together with her last long-term boyfriend, Mark. Meanwhile, Dr. Stevens become becomes increasingly certain that Bailey's favorite teacher, Ryan Tanner, is hiding that he is colorblind. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. I know, a lot of characters get dropped in here, but that's the nature of Maver TV movies. Yeah, I know, but you were just like, mean what? Yeah. You wouldn't, yada, 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 Ryan Tanner is lying about being colorblind. <laughs> correct. And, uh, but you can't skip the yada, 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 Correct, Jerry. yes, correct. <laughs> um... If Michelle and daughter Bailey discover the truth, Mr. Tanner's hatred of the holidays will finally make sense. He's not privy to the festive colors of the season. Is he red color? Is he red green color blind? <laughs> well, we'll find- that would be that perfect. Would be, yeah, that would be perfect <laughs> and horrible for that man. Christmas is just gray year round. Dr. Stevens works behind the scenes to get Mr. Tanner to enter a new scientific study of groundbreaking eye technology. But anyone with eyes can see the romance beginning to blossom between the two. Can Mr. Tanner's I mean, eyesight... I mean, he can see it, but it's not, it's not in color. <laughs> can Mr. Tanner's eyesight be repaired in time for Christmas? Or will he be blinded by the rekindling of romance between Dr. I mean, Stevens and her ex-Mark? He's already... I mean, Mr. Tanner's already blinded. <laughs> The most colorful time of the year. (laughs) The most colorful time of the year. That's just a movie about being colorblind, Uh, is what that is. During Christmas. (laughs) I hate it. The first movie we had was Noel Next Door. Yeah, I I already know my answer. It's gotta be Noel Next Door. Hold on. It has to be. Let me just reread them for the audience. (laughs) The first movie we have, Noel Next Door, featuring Noel, a diner waitress, who has a crappy Grinch-like neighbor, and they fall in love or something. The next movie, A Sweet Christmas Tale... Jenny, a baker, uh, who accidentally drops her recipe for gingerbread cookies and has to make sure that that guy doesn't turn her in. And maybe they fall in love. Oopsie cookies. I dropped my recipe for cookies. (laughs) And finally, the most colorful time of the year, uh, guys colorblind during Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, it's... I love all of them. Which these. one did I make up? You yeah, make, give me your thoughts and which one did I make up? Well, and I mean, it's it's pretty... Like, all of these I think you could have created, right? But it's got to be Noel Next Door because I made commentary on it and you got offended. <laughs> and that has to be you being offended that I made what, fun of your what, what was... Do you remember what it was? I don't... What What about it was uh, fake to you? And you it just, it, there was so many fucking things in the synopsis where I questioned it and said... This is the synopsis, and right. then you got offended. Like, well, I've got to make these... F- you said, I've got to make these fun. 
Yeah. Or something along those right. lines. You didn't say, I've got to find fun okay. ones. Yeah. So you said, I've got to make these fun. Okay. Which leads me to believe that you wrote the synopsis for this one. Okay. As opposed to saying, if you had said, I've got to find fun ones. Okay. All right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, break well, the bad Andrew, news to me. the fake movie for Full Pants Xmas 2022, the fake movie that I, your brother, made up completely, and the other two are fully real. Yes. Fully real movies. I'm ready. The fake movie, A Sweet Christmas Tale. <laughs> Small Town Baker Jenny. Wow. So Noel Next Day is real? Noel Next Door is real, and the most colorful time of the year is we real. Watch those. <laughs> not the, not, honestly, not Noel Next Door, because I. I need it. to that, watch the Color Boy Christmas Story. <laughs> yes, I need to watch that too. I'm not watching Noel Next Door because that synopsis has four or five different fucking B plots. I, I, it's wh- got an A plot, a D, a B, C, a D plot. So there's so much going on. Like I told you, I rewrote some of these. The- Dude, I think a sweet Christmas tale you could pitch to Netflix. <laughs> like we're too late this year, but like next year. I don't know if you remember the last time we played this, the plot was almost identical. I said something about how a small town person did X and then a big Every city like boy this, did yeah. Y. Every fucking like rom-com <laughs> yeah. is a small town X yeah. and a big town Y, yeah. a big city Y. So th- I mean, this is like formulaic. Yeah. We could pitch this Netflix. Well, we'll hang on to it for a yeah. year. Yeah, we'll yeah. hang on to it. All right, Pants, you want to play our last game? Yeah. All right, this game's one we like to call What's More Dangerous Than Aspartame? What is more dangerous than aspartame? This is where we find news articles featuring gruesome, usually, things, and then try and determine uh, what in that is more dangerous than fake sugar. What is more dangerous than fake sugar? <laughs> uh, that's what we're about to... We have pants, <laughs> great question. That's what we're about to find out. Uh, this is from The Atlantic. Headline, and I haven't screened this. Of course. Headline, though, is Rush... <laughs> Sorry. Headline is Sudden Russian Death Syndrome. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Sudden Russian. Sudden Russian Death Syndrome. Okay. That's um, it. So based off that. Uh, salads. <laughs> Russian dressing. Yes. I like where you're going with this. <laughs> yes. I'm hoping that that's where, what comes of this. Isn't Russian dressing just like vinegar in Thousand Island? It's basically Thousand Island. Yeah. yeah. It's like what's used on um, Rubens. All right. Yeah. It's a thousand island on Rubens. It's a, it can also be a Russian dressing. Oh my god. You going to Michelin star? Southern no, Russian no, keep death go, finish the thought. Keep going. Michelin it's, what? <laughs> Michelin restaurants? Uh it's not a tire place. The local deli. <laughs> it's not a great time to be an oligarch who's unenthusiastic about Putin's war in Ukraine. I love this. <laughs> yep. Well, for many reasons. Oh my God, this might be way too long. We're well, it's the Atlantic, out. Andrew. So you just Here's opened a up list a long of people read. you should not currently want to be a Russian sausage tycoon. <laughs> Salads is possible here, guys. We a, just brought food Rus- into this. A Russian gas industry executive. Yeah. The editor in chief of a Russian tab- tabloid. A Russian shipyard director. The head of a Russian ski resort, right. a Russian aviation official, yeah. or a Russian rail magnate. I think what they're probably saying is that Putin is... Anyone answering to such a description yeah. probably ought not to stand near open windows. Oh, God. In almost any country. Did... On almost every continent. Okay. <sighs> what about Texas? 
Over the weekend, uh, Pavel Antov, the aforementioned sausage executive, yes, a man who had reportedly expressed a dangerous lack of enthusiasm for Vladimir Putin's war against Ukraine, was found dead at a hotel in India. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, we're skipping. That's where this is things. going. All these people yeah, have all been these, killed by Putin. Uh, yeah. yeah, yada yada yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. these people were killed by Putin. Right. Right. So the list goes on. In July, the energy executive also died. One could agree that given Russia's exceptionally low life expectancy and unchecked rate of alcoholism, I almost thought they spelled that with a K, but that was my glasses being foggy. <laughs> yeah, it's Russian alcoholism. <laughs> spelled with a, that Al- would be Mortal Kombat alcoholism. Alcoholism. <laughs> At least some of these fatalities were, were natural Fatality. or accidental. Uh-huh, yeah. So... Um, That's what every corner report in Russia states. Suicides are more difficult to decipher. For oligarchs who have failed to show sufficient loyalty to Putin, coax suicide is not an implausible scenario. Yeah, of course. Fucking doubt it! Yeah. <laughs> so, Eric, based off that, what's more dangerous than aspartame? Well, I did say said? salad. You did say salad. Yeah. Eric, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's not just the sausage. It's not just the salad. Yeah. It's, it's not the, the rail mag. Just, just the, Russian like, being... It's Russia. Yeah, just being... <laughs> yeah, just... Just, just existing in the Russian li- climate, living in the political in and economic climate, as long as you're a Russian citizen, yeah. <laughs> it is more dangerous than aspartame. Uh, you can't disagree with that, and I'll tell you that much. No, you can't. I mean, you can, but then Putin will kill you. <laughs> oh. Groucho Marx takes out his fucking <laughs> cigar. <laughs> Are you ready for my headline? I'm ready. Let's I'm go ready for my headline. It. Okay. My story. Eric, what's in your glass? Oh, Wow. Oh. Today now that I, I can see you have one. It's not a glass. To, well, it's a glass it's bottle. It's made of glass. It's a glass bottle. Uh, today I'm drinking a New Glarus Brewing Company honey lager called Cabin Fever. Ooh. And that's how I. That's how you felt when we went to Alaska and stayed at that Airbnb. Yeah. Cabin Fever. And actually, kind, well, no, not really, but I, kind well, of. I felt. I felt some. I didn't feel cabin fever, but I couldn't sleep because of your snoring. I don't know how I can Sorry. make a joke about that. Is there a joke in there? No. Is there a pun in there? No. Snore a palooza? No. All right, we'll cut that. <laughs> we don't have to. Okay, my story for what's more dangerous. Sometimes it's funny watching somebody slip on a banana, Eric. Yeah, that's exactly what you just did. <laughs> From the Daily Mail. Uh, so this is before we started recording. Uh, I told you that. Um, I had several aspartames. Sta- yeah, that too. <laughs> Before we started recording, I told you that I had several aspartames saved up. So this one is in my phone with the note title, best aspartame ever, oh, comma, wow. no, seriously. Because sometimes I will take it and save that. Yeah. Okay. From the Daily Mail. So this is going to be the best one like we've literally ever done. I think so. All right. I think so. I'm ready. I'm ready. Man 33. So 33-year-old man was left ejaculating out of his anus. Wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to... I, need, <laughs> yeah. I gotta process that. Well, left... Because left ejaculating is something. Well, just was. Like, somebody, somebody left him alone while he was ejaculating. <laughs> well, right? Just, just did. That, you know? Like, that's a man who's... Eric, that's a man who's coming, and... <laughs> And somebody was there with him kind and was just, like, I gotta go. Kind of just strange wording, but yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. But then it was also out his ass. I'm, so. uh, well, I'm only halfway through the headline, Andrew, because oh, it's, it's about to happen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 33-year-old man was left ejaculating out of his anus. Normal things. And urinating feces. Stop it. Due to a rare condition. 
but didn't seek medical help for two years. So that headline again. 33-year-old man was left ejaculating out of his anus and urinating feces due to a rare condition. This is a fucking... But didn't seek medical help for two years. Andrew drawn together... Uh, that old long comedy. time ago, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That yeah. is a fucking bit on drawn yeah. together. <laughs> Andrew, based on that headline, what's more dangerous than yesterday? Cartoons. <laughs> yeah, well, that is a cartoon situation. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see somebody fucking coming out their ass and shitting out their dick without it being a fucking cartoon. That is a fucking hentai image that you could Google yeah, search right, right now. Yeah, yeah, there's a subreddit for that. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. Cartoons are more dangerous Cartoons. than that. Cartoons, okay. A man was, the story, a man was left ejaculating out of his anus and urinating feces because of a rare condition doctors have revealed. The 33-year-old man from Texas did not seek medical help for two years and only went for a checkup after suffering testicle pain for a couple of days. He told medics he Just- had... <laughs> Just test. I just love how he's going to be shitting out of his dick. Yeah, at some point, the balls are balls are a little hurt. Balls, balls are a little sore. Dull pain in the left one. Well, you know, Andrew. Well, it could lead to test. It could lead to dick shitting. (laughs) Be careful. Oh, I'm doing that. I'm already doing doing that. I've been doing it for about 18 months now. Well, the thing about it, Andrew. Why did you come in earlier? Happens. It happens for a couple of days, and you're like, that's fucked up. It happens for a couple of weeks, and you're like, maybe this no, is normal. No, it happens once maybe, ever maybe where you're shitting out of your dick. <laughs> once ever where you're shitting out of your dick, and it's fucking, I need you're to, a medical anomaly. I need to know. You, everybody's it, writing you up Andrew, for the next New England Journal of fucking Experimental Medicine. Where <laughs> this dude came in and was shitting out his dick. And was coming out his ass. And. Co- don't, and. <laughs> and. Coming out his ass. That's some t- he went to get like his. Uh, he went to get snipped, right? He went to get a. Uh, no, vis- he just went no, in because he was he shitting to, out his no, dick. No, he went to get a vasectomy, and they just instead of clipping wires, they crossed some wires. Yeah, they, they yeah. crossed. They they crossed one vas deferens. Yeah, with, with your entire lower GI. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're gonna switch. We're gonna fucking switch these two railroads. Are they whole turds or are they wet? They said diarrhea, right? No, just just feces. Oh God! Well, it can't be. Eric, if that's a is it? Is Eric, it if that's a full shit? Is man, it man, little is it, spaghetti strings? Uh, is it little angel uh, pasta? I'm throw up. Andrew, Andrew <laughs> I'm is it angel up. pasta poop? <laughs> <laughs> is it angel pasta poop? I need you to think about it. Oh man, the cum out his ass. Is it a normal amount of cum, or is it like like explosive like, diarrhea? Is it like poop amount of cum? <laughs> it's cumaria. <laughs> Andrew, think about it. Just think about it. Okay, I'm not done with this door. Uh, he told medics that he had passed a, quote, substantial amount of semen and urine from his anus for two years. How? <laughs> and the man who wasn't identified also complained uh, of... Fec- Eric, honestly, I wouldn't want yeah, to be don't, identified. Don't, don't fucking print my name. He also complained of... I gotta be on Tinder Fecal later. urea. <laughs> the presence of fecal matter in, in the in, urine. Fecal oh urea. God. Yeah. Doctors discovered he had an abdo- uh, I'm sorry. He had an abnormal connection between his prostate yeah, and rectum. I, w- I would say it's abnormal yeah. <laughs> that connection. <laughs> so yeah, no, literally, he got a CT scan and there was a small tunnel that developed between his anus and his prostate. So allowing, like, like we said, like yeah. allowing a cross of streams, yeah. basically. So he's he's got the Harlan Tunnel as his lower GI, and it's just sending shit yep. and cum everywhere <laughs> in the wrong direction. <laughs> yep. Uh, they said Sounds the, like Southwest, am I right? We got there. <laughs> Full circle. We got there. Uh, they said the man's condition uh, is very unusual. 
and tends to be the result that of surgery. That is an understatement. Or inflammatory conditions like Crohn's disease. Five cases per million of this are diagnosed every year. Five cases per million? Yeah, five There's per like million. There's like 365... I gotta do some math here. <laughs> Hold on. No. no, five per million. Yeah. That's way too many people. <laughs> way too many people that are coming out of their ass and shitting out of their dick. What did um, I just say? Surgery is usually required to patch up the tunnel. Yeah, no shit. Scientists warn... Patch up the tunnel. I love this. Scientists warn that if the condition is left untreated, it can lead to urinary tract infections... Kidney infections and sepsis. Yeah. Yeah. If you're pooping out your dick, it might lead to some UTI. Yeah. yeah, Right. If you're pooping out your, if you're pooping out your dick and coming out your ass, it might lead to, it might lead to other worse things. Oh, oh, UTI at the very least. (laughs) Yeah. My dick smells like shit. Should I be worried? You got shitty dick. This podcast is winning awards. Yeah. Right. Um, so, uh, the, uh, no, what's more dangerous than aspartame is the uh, United States health healthcare system. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he didn't go in for two years. There's a reason there. Yeah. And it's not because he was like, this is normal. Nope. It's it's because like, well, I'm shitting out of my dick and I know this is going to be more than two, at least two procedures. Yeah, right. It's going to cost me $300,000. I'm going to try and live with this. I'm on Cobra. Yep. I'm going to try and live on this. I'm going to try and live with this for as long as possible. Yep. Yep. He got two years in. He got two years. So I have to give him a little respect. Right. Because that man, that man fucking shit out his dick for two years, dude. He he either ate only Taco Bell yeah. or never ate Taco Bell. <laughs> you just have to it, you have to you have to dial it in and find out which foods make it okay to have shit yeah. come out your dick, and then then you know what you can eat. Kale? Yeah, I, I, no, you don't because no. that's what you you don't want you don't want like lots of juice. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be Rhea. Liquid. <laughs> Liquid. Yep, it's got to be Rhea, but it can't be stomach acid. Right. So you're finding you're finding like <laughs> the balance. Yeah. The balance of like the pH balance of yes. Taco Bell <laughs> that doesn't burn. <laughs> so he's bringing home he's bringing home a cheesy gordita crunch and taking one of those little chemical strips that you use to test the strength of solution yep, exactly. and dipping it into the middle of the to, cheesy to, gordita to know crunch how, to know how much heavy whipping cream that he should be drinking with it. <laughs> to balance it out yep right right oh that um, man's a scientist yeah, that, <laughs> he lived for two years on that dude he lived for two fucking years on that that tells you something about he the actually US. should have given his name because he's brilliant yeah that should tell you something about the u.s healthcare system <laughs> well pants we've learned a lot today i've learned i've learned a bit and we've i learned we could do this again we have learned that we could do this again i was worried I didn't think we had it in us. Well, like maybe we're old. We're in our thirties. We're millennials in we're, our thirties. We're, we're past our prime. Yeah, maybe we're past our prime. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about us. Nobody any- cares. Nobody cares. Oh. <laughs> one one goofy movie re- reference podcast. That's our guarantee. Yeah, at least. And there it is. We need the ad read too. I don't have an ad read. This podcast brought to you by Southwest Airlines. We've fucked up. <laughs> We, we did it wrong. We're bad. <laughs> God, we could have made so many better decisions. Southwest Airlines. Holy shit. What are, what are we doing? <laughs> that appears in italics under the, yeah. right? Like, that's the, yep. holy shit, dot, dot, dot. Oh, we, Jesus, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> holy shit, what, dot, dot, dot. What are we doing? 
Ah, fuck. <laughs> Southwest Airlines. Everyone's coming in on a Saturday. <laughs> gotta figure this out. <laughs> Southwest Airlines. Gotta figure this out. <laughs> Uh, all right, Southwest thanks. Airlines. I'm not spending my Christmas alone in here. <laughs> Southwest Airlines. We all gotta make sacrifices. <laughs> Southwest Airlines. PTO's not covering this, and it's not rolling over either. <laughs> it's, it's December 30th. Like, what do you mean it's not rolling over? <laughs> Southwest Airlines fucking 12 a.m. text from your manager. You up? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, we're re- hey, we're slammed. We need yeah. you to come in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for listening, everyone. Southwest Bird- Airlines, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening to the Bird is Love Kiss. Love uh, you. I'm Bags. And, and uh, I'm Pants. And we will see you guys yeah. very soon. Okay, love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. love you. Goodbye. Thank you. Gave me a teething ring to play with, <laughs> so I stopped hitting the table. <laughs> no, so um, take it. ADD from, is real. Take it from uh, how there's not going to be fanfare or whatever. Just take it from that. You said, oh, there's not going to be any oh. like, big thing. Just take it from that. And then yeah, there's not going to be anything special in this. It's just going to be us. Then that's why you tuned in, and that's why you're here. We'll be right back with more. Uh, Burgungus. With more podcasts. With more podcast love from the burgers. From <laughs> from the Burjojas. I'm ready when you're ready, Chucku. Do I need a rap sign? A rap? Yeah, that way you know when to fucking wrap it up. You can just tell me that. Wrap it up. Wrap it up like a Christmas present. Whoa. We're gonna move back. <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up like a Christmas present. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs>